0: Hello everyone, welcome on watching. This is the First Lost Podcast, Episode 2. Um, I am sing I in Gosh but for sure you can call me singer. As I said the first time, it's a long name. And yeah, well, I'm just gonna be talking about what I tend to anyways, which is financial stuff, financial stuff regarding this country. Uh yeah, you know, um, so in the first episode, I was there was a thing I mentioned about um, uh, it's about there being a hundred megawatts um, cap lift uh, for uh, for private companies to actually go make their own power now, right in the country. It used to be one megawatt, now it's one hundred megawatts, which essentially can power around about ten thousand homes, around about there, and. Um, and um that seems to have been a positive change because the fact that um um it's a winning municipality which is though the one i am around at they came out with a with a a proposal to actually construct a 400 megawatt a power plant right and this is going to be this is basically a way to attempt to go and and have its own power grid away from ISCOM, right? Because well, ISCOM, yeah, we we all understand this. There's a the high level issue of corruption and stuff. So with them, they're trying to um, have their own uh, way to go, sustain their own power, right? Um, it's it's a, it's a it's a proposal that came out like. I wanna say June, June 29th, somewhere there. I mean that's when I read the article. Um, it was on a few articles I read. It was on business news and also on IOL uh, com. Cosa, yeah. Yeah, and that seems to be indicating that there's some sort of shift happening in terms of people wanting to slowly go and when go and generate their own power, right? Um also same case for Johannesburg. Uh, This the city of Johannesburg also came out with their own proposal of From what I remember, um, they are going to make a They are planning on making a 150 megawatt solar plant um, To go construct a 50 megawatt um, Rooftop Rooftop panels. Yeah. Solar panels, obviously, and they're also going to make a gas fired plant. Um, as for well, as well how much power that's supposed to generate, I'm not quite sure about that, but they also planning on making it to be a, a, um, those plan to make those power plants to be, um, something of um, a way to try and have their own power or to use the private sector to actually go and, to go and, uh, buy the energy from and stuff yeah yeah which um again is actually it's showing to me at least that there's definitely an indication that this is probably going to happen more in the future there's probably going to be more places as to where they're going to try and get power from private from the private sector since the public sector has been not a great job (laughs) if I would way summarize that yeah yeah it's it's been it's pretty interesting to read because it kind of seems to me that well of course with uh with the world trying to use as little as carbon emissions as possible this is kind of showing to me that like in terms of where the world is going and also the fact this country seems to also be trying to go to that direction or attempting to anyways. i mean i mean these are only proposals these aren't there haven't been any um any planned as of yet? Uh, yeah, but yeah, this is definitely showing that um, that the private sector in this country is gonna boom, sp- particularly with the with uh with the with the energy sector. Yeah, definitely gonna be huge, most definitely. Because of course, once you open it, because like once you open a like door like this, it doesn't close. It just doesn't close. Like it, even if it even if it does like slow down. It, it still won't stop definitely won't yeah so I would definitely say that a, that's a huge huge um, huge turn of events if I can say because it's it, it was it was pretty quick the fact that these like these proposals actually came out quite recently uh, it's still hot it's hot water by the way I'm a fan of that uh, but yeah yeah so that's just uh. Bit of information from the previous episode um another thing i wanted to talk about was well i've i've been actually looking up this uh, this interesting what to call it story not story because it's fictional but more of a, a a discovery that i i made um i'll start off by actually watching um a podcast of the, the business news channel. I would recommend people to go watch it on on YouTube. Yeah, there was a, there was a, there was a, there was a clip that came out from them um, with someone talking about um, the fact that the property market in this country has been going down horribly. Well, it, it is and will continue to, right? Um, from, I don't remember the guy's name if I'm not mistaken was Magnus haystack yeah he was explaining that uh, in, the, in, the, in the property market of this country um in terms of its real value which is basically if you take the uh, what call like its value in rand and then if you convert it into dollars and then if you look at it from a from a 10 year plus minus 10 year um, perspective it's actually be going down. Right. because the fact that while there was an exponential increase in terms of well gap in terms of the value from the dollar to the rand right and so because of that almost all assets in this country have been devalued tremendously because of the increasing value that the dollar has compared to the rand right um and with and with that it's um it's also been a case of that um that that the um, uh, the rates and taxes regarding property have actually been increasing beyond inflation for the past ten years, right? And and that has and 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 with that, of course, with of course, like the value not even catching up to inflation because of the increasing um, the 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 actual increase in value from rent to dollar, right? Because of that. Uh, the value of properties haven't been increasing as such and and whereas the actual um, expenses i can say that the rate and the, the rate and taxes have been increasing tremendously throughout the past 10 years uh, with that has been it's kind of like a thing of there's a if you go and calculate the actual uh, value of the property in terms of real value which is two dollars because that's the standard uh, that's like the currency for now anyways for not for the world it's actually been devalued many of them have been devalued yeah many of them and that's what, and that is like that's pretty interesting to me to actually think about because i wasn't i didn't really consider like the implications of the rand two dollar um, gap being so big in terms of the values right? I didn't really think about what That actually implied For the assets of this country You know Never really considered it And which It, it does, well to me it makes sense anyways Yeah, so I have to look into that That's That was a pretty big discovery for me Yeah, yeah pretty big um, This guy was also talking about the fact that Well, the, with the increase Of the rates and annual taxes is because, well um, many municipalities here they aren't necessarily doing the greatest of jobs not necessarily yeah. it's been more of like a rocky road in terms of them actually um, being able to provide the services at the cost that they have been increasing the at the cost at which they've been increasing the not to say. The costs at which they've been increasing. Um, but basically, I'll just say that the, the cost at which they've had the rates and tax actually go up to. Yeah. It's it, it's definitely something to think about in terms of whether or not investing property is even a good idea. Potentially, right? Because it's a, it was also a guy um, um, that I was reading up on, um, Pete Vallune, if I'm saying his name correctly. He is, he is, he is a fund manager at a place called Counterpoint. Uh, he also, he also had, he wasn't, he, he wasn't mainly really talking about this, but he did he does bring up the point that, um, investing in the residential property in this country doesn't really make sense because of the fact that, um, the, the costs are too high and also that, um, well, this is what uh, Magnus said. He said that um, he said that um, for someone who wants to be a property owner and to rent out uh, the actual property, uh, the rental you get, the actual income you get, most of that will always be going to the actual expenses, with the rate and taxes, and on top of that, you also have to go and have to excuse me have to go like and maintain your actual home right it's not home but actual a property itself with there always being a pipe leak so on and so forth there's just like those kind of expense and stuff it's in terms of how much you get back in terms of ROI um it's it has it has been going down as the expense have been going up and then back to what was like with uh, people saying he was saying that um from a from a financial standpoint it doesn't make sense to invest he himself apparently doesn't even own he hasn't he hasn't even owned residential property he rents yeah so i mean it has only been like two people that I read up actually saying this but i haven't been hearing as much on the mainstream uh business news in this country so that's pretty interesting for me to actually go look into i definitely have to look inside more Cause it it, cause I've I've been considering actually going into into property right, Well, now cause I'm still a student at DUT, but I have been considering actually, actually looking into it because of how because of the benefits there to land, but then with but then with there being such, not only statements but statements that are backed up by facts in terms of, um it's not worth actually, in actually owning property here because of um the the, the landscape in terms of how uh, in terms of how um how corruption seems to actually play a part in terms of your actual investments that definitely will make me reconsider it at least for now anyways yeah at least for now so it, it, it seems though that um it would be best according to them anyways to actually rent in this country and not own any land uh, but then of course, um there also have been some other um some other sites I've been reading up on which actually go against that because um there's this quote that I I remember from Charlie Munger um saying that you should know your counter arguments better than your arguments. Right? So whatever you are pro or what you are for, you should understand what is what is uh i say like what are the points that go against that and, and to understand those to know if what you actually really um and if you to know as what really for actually does have some validity to it yeah and so with um with the site that actually offers um home loans they actually did a they do they do do market research i forgot the name of the website Yeah, but I'll definitely post it on Instagram and LinkedIn when I get the chance and Twitter as well Um, But with that With my links, you can find that on my YouTube page on the about section. Yeah yeah. But with regards to that um, With that With with the website I was saying that because of our home prices are actually Steadily going down. It's becoming more affordable for people to actually go and buy into right and with and with uh, uh, Pete Valloon saying that it will make more sense to go and own land if you want. If you aren't seeking to become a, a landlord but more of someone just wants to own their own home, that would make more sense in terms of a uh, feeling of security point of view, right? So it would seem as though that, <clears throat> well, for now anyways, that going into property, is only best it's in terms of you want to actually just want to own your own home yeah about to actually be a landlord kind of interesting kind of interesting i must say i mean like with the whole thing of land being so uh, uh, being so big in this country i wouldn't i would definitely have never have have actually considered that it wouldn't have been a good idea to go to right now especially with that whole um exchange rates of the rand of the rand to dollar being so big which of course which then ties against the next thing which is that um in general the stock markets of this country is actually pretty it's not the best place to actually put your money into um for what i have been reading up uh, because because the whole thing of uh the rand to dollar exchange rate being having an exponential increase in value um if you there's a there have been some stats done and uh, if you look into the um if you will if you go to into look into the jsc ocean index and then if you compare it to the s p s p 500 uh over like over the past 10 years In terms of which one was like a better place to go and actually put your money into, there's no comparison. From what I remember, um, the JSC OSHA index has only been performing at about 12% in total for the past 10 years. Not even annually, as in total, like from 2010 to about 2020. 2021 um, has been of course been recovering well because of the whole drop in in prices because of covid and also with the recovery and stuff yeah. uh, but of course um that's only relative it's only relative to how how things were pre covid not in terms of how they are um over 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 a long-term point of view yeah but um with the snp it was doing exceptionally better number wise i can't really recall but I definitely do remember, like i definitely do remember that they were actually um they were actually doing much 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 better and and of course with, with, with s p 500 since it is a way to go and buy into america in a sense i i can see why it would be a place to actually go put your money into because well with i mean like i mean like with america ever since it was uh, declared as a place to as a as an actual country in 1776 it's it's just been doing remarkably well I mean the market's there regardless of which time period you look into even if you look past the great depression over there it's like consistently over time they've just always been doing better like there may have been jobs but there's never been a complete reversal in terms of their progress like in terms of market wise in terms of its value how the the country operates and stuff which is is why I could understand it be a place as to where would be why would we consider a, a superpower of course for not only because of that but that'll definitely be a factor yeah that system allows allows um allows anybody with the with the right mindset with the uh, with with the with the ability to go and get the best the like, most valuable skills to always have to always have an opportunity to go and make something of themselves and and depending on how well they do it it will always contribute back to the actual market in terms of its value growing up over time and of course that system like seems to be working regardless of of, of the politics over there and unfortunately this country doesn't really seem to be the case because well the politics and our and our market seems to be closely related in terms of how well they perform and stuff, right? Um well, necessarily because even though it's hectic as things are becoming with the whole Zuma issue, um companies so far this year have been recovering pretty well. I mean if you, if, if you don't like look at it from a rent, a, a rent dollar point of view but if you look at it in terms of just how the country has been has been recovering on its own um, it's been it's been it's been doing pretty well lots of lots of strong reports coming out from from the like various companies i know that capitec has been doing pretty well yeah but then again that's the whole point of um with the whole point of um the whole thing of like like the asset of like the S like class in this country doing pretty badly comparatively in terms of where else you could have put your money into uh, according to this guy Magnus Haystack he's even been saying he's been saying stuff like um, that while many uh, many um, many South Africans can't really actually go ahead and and actually can't take that advantage because many of them actually have their money usually in uh they usually make their money in um in in ras retirement annuities um in pension funds and stuff like that and that has a 30 percent how many of them have like a regulation 28 reg 28 uh rule saying that only 30 percent of your funds can actually be onto offshore investments international investments and stuff yeah and so with that, there hasn't there haven't been many actually good-performing um, RAs and pension funds, actually. Yeah, like there was this thing that he said that um, one of Old Mutual's funds have only been um, returning 1.6% annually for the past five years. I was like, whoa. And the people who actually look into that, I mean, that does really speak into the lack of financial education. For people to either a look into it and think it's a good idea to buy or to, to put their money in such or b to to not even be aware of what the return is but just put in some so just go put their, like the money in just a fund just to say that they have an investment yeah, yeah they definitely needs to be more like edu- more education more awareness about it but there seems to be a growing idea of it in this country at least like in terms of it being something that's more accepted to actually talk about slowly though slowly though of course with um, many people actually being scared to talk about money because such a uh, uh, what to call it Clo- uh, such a such a topic for, uh, like, for many people because well because money isn't really been good for everyone right they haven't been you they haven't been using it right because a they don't know how to and of course b because well like of stuff we've always been um i've always been um harassing people if i can say it, that's the word Actually, it tasted a bit nice. But yeah, yeah, the all of this is just, I must say, it's it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty useful to know. I would, I would definitely say for anybody who actually wishes to ensure that their money is being is being placed in areas that will give them the best return and also the most sustainable returns. Yeah. Yeah. And also like recently I also read up this article in terms of people actually leaving more the are there many people who are actually leaving to uh, to Mauritius because uh because, because Mauritius um, they have that this rule saying that um if you you could only come in you, you could only go and live in the in the country if you actually owned like five hundred thousand dollars worth of land, for property, right? But now it's dropped to about three seventy five k. And because of that, like like many people actually leaving um, this country, according to Safe Property Group, uh, not not like many, but there's a growing number of our people actually leaving there because well, because of a that a, a like a tax benefits there, b with the fact that Mauritius um, is known to be like a, a property hotspot there. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which seems to be more, huh, I, 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 read that article, like, like, literally last night. Still seems to look at into even more, but definitely seems to be more of a. I don't know if it's a growing concern, but then I wouldn't really necessarily be too worried about that since, well, unfortunately, most of, many of us can not really afford to do that but the wealthy the wealthiest of us have, have definitely decided to try again step into that direction yeah and also with that whole thing of uh with the whole thing of like the value of the rand of the rent dollar many of our uh, our millionaires aren't really millionaires anymore in in usd terms yeah yeah I mean, like with the like with the fact that if you take, like, the value of, of let's say like, obviously like a property that used to be pretty high in terms of like USD, um, in terms of like USD value, and then over the past ten years has been dropped tremendously because of that whole real return rate actually being pretty low with the whole exchange rates and stuff. Which is actually, from what I have been reading into, uh, the main way that people have actually been uh, would actually go accumulate wealth, yeah, through land. And with that, many millionaires aren't really millionaires anymore. Yeah, pretty unfortunate. But I would definitely say it's something to be of a a lesson in terms of well more like well being a millionaire sh- shouldn't really mean a lot just like the number itself seems big but not uh, not really man i mean even being a millionaire in america isn't enough to actually get you into comfortable retirement as well depending on how much how much of those millions are but it's like one million usd is not enough it's enough in this country but not um but uh, but not in America right and of course probably probably won't be enough soon here even because that's about like 14 15 million rand definitely won't be enough soon I wouldn't think so anyways yeah uh, but yeah those the the main thing I was to talk about there yeah, was the whole property and land thing I mean that' those two well not necessarily the property but because of the whole thing on the eye that i actually discovered the whole thing of like many of our asset classes here are actually have actually been performing worse than and actually expected and well than i expected and also with the fact that well energy seems to be um a a rumbling um seems to be a market that's not rumbling in our country in the private sector particularly kind of ironic that the private sector has is able to disclose more of the information seems to be more uh, smoothly operated than the public sector pretty interesting but of course uh, there are some that of course well yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah though, um that's all I want to talk about today. Uh thank you for anyone who's watching and I will I will talk more next week. Well not next week, that's too far away. But I'll definitely try and post more often. Yeah. Yeah, still starting out so time wise, still looking into how things are going. But thank you all. Peace.